To this day, nobody knows what this sea monster was. First spotted off the coast of Margate in South Africa in 1924, this cryptid was engaged in a battle with two killer whales at the time. Exhausted by the fight, the giant creature washed up on the shore, where it was visible for 10 days before being claimed back by the sea. It was described as being 47 feet long, 10 feet wide, and 5 feet tall. Its name was given by a strange appendage resembling an elephant's trunk. According to reports, it was covered with a snow-white fur and had a lobster-like tail. This is the only lobster reported as being alive when it beached and remains unidentified to this day. Welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast with Ryan, Larry, Springhill, Josh, and the Luma Mommy herself, Miss April. And on today's episode, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, we are getting down with some cryptids with the Glopster. Fantastic! It's where you want to be if you want a dog to hump your wrist. <laughs> Cock monster! <laughs> How are we doing, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, it's been a week. It's been a week. It has. In that summer heat, it's been a week. Are you alive, Josh? Or are you fully melted out there male prostituting and such? I, I have no comment. <laughs> Every day I come home just <laughs> drenched. You just kind of like peel your clothes off. It's like. <laughs> that's the sound of um, his undercarriage. His undercarriage. <laughs> that's pretty accurate. Yep. But you know what? We're not here to complain about the heat because we're fucking Michigan and we're tough, bro. We're hot. We're also conspiracy therapists. Therapists? There that, we go. That's the one. We're yep. the, the conspiracy, the rapists. That's right. That's right. God damn it. And you've come here for another dose of some cryptid zoology. Zoology. Hey, if I say it a different way, it almost becomes another word. And then we can trademark that there shit. You go. Truth Corner. Hey, wait a minute. Oh, yes. We have something to celebrate tonight. We do. What is this? OMG. Well, the day this comes out is on Monday. I'm thinking it's July 9th or 10th and as it happens to be conspiracy therapy started on july 11th 2016 which means 
We're two years old. It's our birthday. It's our birthday. So we're going to celebrate, folks. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Josh has got a tall boy. Larry's got a smaller boy. Have I'm a nice drink- tea. I'm drinking a horny monk mm. from Petoskey Brewing. Highly recommended. It we gets need- you... Gets in your system and makes you happy. We need those like party horns, like Wah-me! and they oh, I'm like sure a long tongue. Yeah. I'm sure Larry's got one or two. There we there go. It is. So, <laughs> so we're in our terrible twos now, right? So yep. we're going to be doing things extra obnoxious. Yeah, I mean, you can you can obviously expect us to just be completely all over the map with everything. So nothing's changing. Basically, Basically. yeah. We're still the same. We're still the same girl. You can still love us. Just call me wife. Yeah, your wife. Just the wife. That's your what wife. the wife and my three guys. Your three frat three boys. Frat yep. boys. Okay. In, in my phone, that's what <laughs> April is under. Just wife, wife. Yep. That's all I'm good for. No, no. But I'm. I just want to take a moment to say, maybe, maybe this will be a prediction for this this next year. Um. So far, I've had an amazing time growing in this show with you guys. Mm-hmm. You guys are my favorite. Thank you. And doing this show has been not only... Because, I mean, God, when this show started, I, my life was different. Yes. Very different. That's... Yep. Josh is That's, getting a yep. new car. Larry's... Um, well, April's getting a new car. La- Larry <laughs> joined a gym and got an 18-pack. Yep. Um, April has been... Phenom- I-, I will say this in truth. This is truth corner time. April's been phenomenal. She got us into Comic-Con. She's been super proactive with the shirts and the people that bought them. I just want to say a special thank you to you guys because you mm-hmm. really are the beginning of what we hope to become a, a larger family. A oh, mm-hmm. oh, dynasty. Yeah. <laughs> Drink the punch. Um, And, you know, me as the host of this show, it's just <laughs> really fun to to be able to interact with you guys daily. And it's definitely grown from like our, like our immediate friends who were like, listen to this shit fucker. <laughs> and then they listen to it and they're like, eh, yeah, it's great. great. Yeah. Love you guys are funny to actual people who interact with us on a daily basis. And I want to say a big thank you to you. Cause we wouldn't be two years old. If it wasn't for no. you, we're sticking around. We're pioneering this conspiracy thing. I think I sure. believe I believe no you got to know it you got to own it and I cannot wait for year three because in that time we'll be older and prettier that's what I definitely hear. I hear you get older um, you get prettier right I'm getting more distinguished I, yeah all gray in the beard mm-hmm. I'd like to think of us as four big tall bottles of fancy wine oh yeah that are just sitting and aging well Mm, yep. Yep. So that's my speech for this anniversary. Anybody have anything you want to throw out there before we jump in this episode? I want to thank Ryan because he does all the research. He puts a lot of work into watches the videos, does the research, writes it down, puts it in his own uh, voice. Uh, Josh, he is in charge of the clips. He gets the clips together. He does all the research for pop culture. April, thank you for running t-shirts, not just for conspiracy therapy. You do the t-shirts for all, all the beer city media. Uh, She's the beer city media cheerleader. Mm -hmm. 
I would say too. And she does the Yahoo answer research and she's the man. She's the momager. I am. I'm the momager. <laughs> You're all my little toddlers and tiaras. I mean, yeah, this has been something that in the beginning, if you had told me that we would go to where we were and not even just with the, the downloads and all that, like the four of us have grown close like family or even more so and in the butt even <laughs> and it's just been cool to, to I like have, you or well i love you but family no but in the closer <laughs> butt sex like just to have our relationship ever since uh, ryan became april and josh's personal <laughs> gimp everything's just been real cool no keep going josh but yeah it's just been it's been cool to not only be four people that do these podcasts but to become very very close uh friends and uh we've Bend been there over. for each other in times where we've needed someone to lean on and that's mm-hmm. outside of the show but i mean the show is the reason why we are together every week and multiple times multiple times a week <laughs> yeah and i would say for sure that like if you if you had the opportunity to i'm sure fans would love to see this but to jump into our facebook messenger it's a constant thread yep and uh yes it does have a loch ness monster as the face of it <laughs> so you know we're for real and the we've switched the thumbs up to a poop emoji mm-hmm. that's it's a personal I'll, favorite i'll i'll write something then i'll get a poop emoji i'm like does he mean thumbs up or is that <laughs> shit I did the idea? same thing i'm like <laughs> doubt I guess myself that was, there i guess that was a shitty idea oh boy but anyway, feces. Happy two years. Yep. Celebrate. All right. Well, let us do our first part by saying truth corner times. Now, this is a cryptid episode. Encrypted episodes for us generally don't get the downloads that conspiracy mm-hmm. episodes do, which is fine, which is why us kind of talking off the cuff about this being our anniversary episode is nice because I think the real fans are listening to this. And, um, I want to say, Truth Corner, mm, you're walking along the beach. I think okay. I did this for Montauk Monster, actually. Mm-hmm. And you see what appears to be two tons of shampoo and jizz in a pile by the water. That's cool. What do you do? What do you say? Ready to ejaculate. <laughs> <laughs> Titties. Titties. I mean, I heard I that get, in my head. I guess it's a normal Tuesday. <laughs> making those drain babies in the in the shower. I was going to so. say, it's just kind of what it sounds or what it looks like when I clean the oh. shower every week. Two but, tons. Oh. Two oh. tons, yeah. Two tons. Just beard hair and jizz. Yep, it's all glued together, See? smashed on the side of the shower. It's like paper mache. See, that looks a little <laughs> bit more like a mothman than a right. lobster, but... <laughs> I, I don't like know. A, I, like a drowned uh, ow, chupacabra. April! Somebody who ch- killed this porcupine in the <laughs> bathtub? Why is there a dead ch- chupacabra? E. <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess if it's just not doing anything, there's nothing scary about it. Right. So in, in your mind, I guess if we went to the scale, you would give this a big... I'd give it like a two. Two. Yeah, I would say if it's not moving, it would probably pique my curiosity, but not to the point where I would like poke it. I think if I, it, I think I'd look and go, that's something I've never seen before and just keep walking. I'd be like, Asher, stay away. Yep. Don't touch that. <laughs> and yet somehow Garrett is already on top of it, like yeah. jumping around with his Legos yeah. like, oh, cool. <laughs> Feels funny. 
Honey, get out of there right now. It's squishy between my toes. Yeah. yeah. Josh is playing Pokemon Go walking in the background. <laughs> I'm going to yep. get that Pikachu, damn it. Lawrence? Oh, no. Uh, this is the okay noise. Yeah, that's 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 the globster. Yep. I'm gonna get to the beach. In Japan, we use globster like flashlight. Hey, that's no problem, Japan. Actually, it was the <laughs> Philippines, but we'll get to that okay. on our second segment. Ah, uh, so it's just laying on the beach. I'm gonna poke it with a stick first, and then I'm gonna try to fuck it. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> It's a giant flashlight, like you were saying. I mean, is <laughs> Aaron there? Is it still warm? Do you look over at Aaron and go, <laughs> you could have a party of five are. in that. I mean, if it's if it's that <laughs> just big. A, just a party of a bunch five of guys, mi- five, <laughs> five middle-aged men humping two tons of shampoo and jizz that somehow kind of has a flashlight appeal to it. <laughs> And then Good they all high five once they all yeah. add it's it freeze frame. Got him. Got him. We're ten minutes into this, and we're already talking. Eiffel towering a globster. <laughs> globster, you're going to Pound Town. This is oh, like American boy. Pie, but in like the mm-hmm. fucking like triple X version. <laughs> it's like a poor guy. That's my eye socket. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a skull fucked. It's a melon head's fucking great great grandma who, <laughs> yeah. who went overboard on the carbs. Yeah. All right. Well, the first <laughs> time that the name Globster was coined was by a man named Ivan in 1962. Ah, oh, he's terrible. In 1962 is where we're going to take our time capsule. Now it's time for us to open up the time capsule. Ah, yes, 1962, and as usual, we start with... The music! Indeed, January 1st, The Beatles and Brian Poole and the Tremolis, Tremolos? Sounds like a bunch of really tall linguini. Anyways, these two bands audition at Decca Records in London, which has the the option of only only being able to sign one, and it wasn't The Beatles. That was a big mistake. March 19th, Bob Dylan releases his debut album, Bob Dylan. Uh, April 7th, Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, both meet Brian Jones at the Ealing Club, a blues club in London. Interesting. Uh, April 10th, former Beatles Stuart Sutcliffe dies from cerebral paralysis caused by a brain hemorrhage in Hamburg, Germany. April 24th, Bob Dylan begins recording the Freewheel and Bob Dylan in New York. June 6th, the Beatles play their first sessions at EMI's Abbey Road Studios in London. And on August 2nd, Robert Allen Zimmerman legally changes his name to Bob Dylan. Mm. A lot of Bob Dylan and Beatles. That's all that was going on. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. <laughs> well, this is like the genesis year of all of that. August 16th, the Beatles fire Pete Best and replace him as with a drummer named Ringo Starr. Did you know Pete Best came out with an album called Best of the Beatles? Doing really? Beatles covers? No. It was his own music because oh, he was Pete Best of the Beatles. So it was yeah. Best That's of the Beatles. That's quite clever, I have to say. Ten uh, people bought it. 
August 18th, the Beatles play their first live engagement with the lineup of John, Paul, George, and Ringo at Home Hall, Port Sunlight on the Wirral Peninsula. I'm guessing that's England. It's a good show, Paul. Oh, thank you, Comcast. August 23rd, John Lennon marries <laughs> Cynthia Powell in an unpublicized registered office ceremony at Mount Pleasant, Liverpool. September 21st, the New Musical Express, the British music magazine, publishes a story about two 13-year-old schoolgirls, Sue and Mary, releasing a disc on DECA and adds, a Liverpool group named the Beatles have recorded a song called Love Me Do. And September 22nd, Bob Dylan appears for the first time at Carnegie Hall in New York as part of a hootenanny, including the first public performance of A Hard Rain's A Gonna Fall. Does anybody know what a hootenanny is? I don't know, but I feel like we need more of them. Yeah. yeah. I would attend a hootenanny. Feels like there's going to be punch. There's definitely going to be hijinks yep. and shenanigans yes. in a hootenanny. Maybe some skullduggery. I feel like it'd be held in a I think a that's barn. when pirates are there. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think is served at a hootenanny? Pie? Possum. Pie and I just, punch? Casserole. Pie possum. Pie possum. Well, there's a lot of slow punch. cooker dishes mm-hmm. yeah. at a hootenanny. A lot of dips. Yep. Small <laughs> weenies. <laughs> I've been slow cooking this for seven weeks, I have. It's broccoli. <laughs> The Beatles, uh, October 5th, the Beatles' first single, Love Me Do, is released. October 17th, the Beatles make their first televised appearance on People and Places. October 20, Peter, Paul, and Mary's self-titled debut album reaches number one on the Billboard 200. And in 1962, The Mashed Potato, a dance craze, is started. Births. Oh, one real quick. Yes. My first concert was Peter, Paul, and Mary. Oh, for real? Yeah. Wow. Nice. They played Puff the Magic Dragon, and I didn't Puff the Magic Magic Dragon. Dragon. (laughs) I was nine. (laughs) Nice. January 4th, Peter Steele of Typo Negative. Oh. January 13th, Trace Adkins. R.I.P. Bob Ford Truck. February 4th, Clint Black is born. February 6th, Axel Rose. Interesting. So that would make him 56? 56, yeah. Yeah. February 7th, Garth Brooks is born. February 11th, Sheryl Crow. March Uh, 2nd, John Bon Jove. Good guy. March 15th, Terrence Trent Darby. I've always heard good things about John Bon Jove. He seems to be a good dude. Yeah. I read somewhere that he has a restaurant that he owns. And, uh, you pay they, what you yeah, want. Yeah, you pay what you want. Yeah. Oh, well. Good guy. Yeah. March 30th, MC Hammer. Oh, yeah. Hammer man. Hammer. Please, Hammer, don't hurt him. April 8th, Izzy Stradlin of Guns N' Roses. May 9th, Dave Gahan of Depeche Mode. Love that band. March 14th. May 14th, I'm sorry, CC DeVille of Poison. May 31st, Corey, don't wear your sunglasses at night, heart. <laughs> June 8th, Nick Rhodes of Duran Duran. June 19th, Paula Abdul. June 23rd, uh, Steve Shelley of Sonic Youth. Love him. July Incredible 8th, drummer. John Osborne. Joan Osborne. Amazing singer. August 17th, Gilby Clark of Guns N' Roses. October 3rd, Tommy Lee and his giant penis. <laughs> Motley Crue. <laughs> October 16th, Flea, Red I Hot Chili Peppers. Globster might have actually been Tommy Lee's foreskin washed yeah, up. Probably. Washed up. Uh, October 16th, Flea of uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. October 25th, Chad Smith of Red Hot Chili Peppers. November 1st, Anthony Kiedis, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Nice. Anthony Kiedis actually lived in Grand Rapids mm-hmm. for quite a bit. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's here all the time. Yeah. November 2nd, Ron McGovney of Metallica, basis. November 18th, Kurt Hammett of Metallica. November 28th, Matt Cameron of Soundgarden and Pearl Jam. 
December 8th, Marty Friedman of Megadeth. Great guitar player. Megadeth. You like Megadeth? Love Megadeth. I figured. Megadeth and what's the other band that everyone always... Metallica? No, not Metallica. There's Mini like Death? A... <laughs> Much Death? No, um, there's another one. Iron Maiden. I always think of I, Iron Maiden and Megadeth I always put together, but as a, fan, a big fan of music, which is better, Iron Maiden or Megadeth? Iron Maiden. Okay. Movie reviews. Lawrence of Arabia. Yes. Great the movie. Longest Day. Mm. The Music Man. Mute, mute. Grandma tried to make me watch it. I think I fell I asleep. <laughs> this might fall flat. Mutiny on a Bounty. Mm. To Kill a Mockingbird? Yes. 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 Uh, the Manchurian Candidate. Yes. Uh, that was um, uh, Frank Sinatra was in that. Very good. Lolita. Stanley Kubrick, actually, mm-hmm. and I've never seen it. The so. Wonderful World of the Brothers Grimm. <laughs> girls, girls, girls. I like them. Okay. <laughs> uh, film debuts that year. Uh, Jackie Chan, <gasps> Big yes. and Little Wong Tin Bar. <laughs> Whoa. Robert Duvall in To Kill a Mockingbird. That, that last one almost sounded like a racial slur. <laughs> it's called Big and Little Wong Tin Bar. I, I, I love those. I practice that. Excuse me, I do not appreciate. You and Wong Bar. Those old Jackie Chan <laughs> movies, I love them. I love them. I take a submachine gun, but I, I use a ladder to much dismay to you. <laughs> Sally Field and Moon Pilot. Wow. I was going to say Moon Pie. I love them. <laughs> Sydney Marshall goodness. In War Hunt, George A. Romero directs Expostulations. <laughs> this was at a porno? <laughs> About a globster. Uh, and in television, some shows that debuted that year, The Jetsons, mm-hmm. The Beverly Hillbillies, yes, and The Lucy Show, yes, and The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson. Nice. Some news items. The very first men in space, John Glenn, becomes the first American to orbit Earth in February of 1962. See our moon landing episode. Mm-hmm. Cuban mu- missile crisis happened, Fut- happened that year. Is that a future episode? We covered that in Kennedy a yeah, little bit. a little bit. Uh, Marilyn Monroe sings happy birthday to the president. Future awesome. episode. Spider-Man makes his first appearance in a comic. Yes. Future episode. Marilyn Monroe. No, no, you just saying that for all the rest of them, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't believe in Spider-Man. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe is found dead on August 5th of allegedly overdosing on sleeping pills. <laughs> we'll get to the bottom of that. Don't you worry, listeners. The U.S. Navy SEALs are created. Mm. The very first flavored potato chip, salt and vinegar. I love, actually, I love salt and vinegar. I do too. So our I name- hate. Here's a weird thing. Le- le- okay, everybody, around the horn. Okay. Least favorite potato chip because oh. we've got a shit ton of them now, and I'm. I oh, know we all too like many. I know. I hate barbecue chips. Really, really. They just don't taste. You know what? Good. When you open the bag up, they smell like farts. They yes. <laughs> and then- they do is you open the bag of fresh. Barbecue chips, and you're like, ooh, sulfury. It well, the, smells like farts. Yeah. And the thing for me, it's like, <laughs> oh my God, was that a real fart? <laughs> Who actually farts on their podcast? Uh, uh, excuse me. The term is passing gas. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's open up these chips. <laughs> oh, salt and vinegar. Let me let me get into the, some of those lays. <laughs> Turns out, I actually our neighbor. He really likes eating salt and vinegar chips and yeah. sardines. Yeah. Okay. His breath is probably awesome. Yeah. I've always uh, heard that well, people that eat fish like that, especially like, don't kiss anyone ever. 
could you? <laughs> Least favorite chip. I, I'm gonna say salt and vinegar. Yeah, salt and vinegar really? for me too. Um, me. gosh, that's cheddar and sour cream. Don't care for those. Yeah, uh, right on. I don't like taste like it. Tastes like neither. Well, <laughs> I think that it depends on the brand too. You are lying to me, Lane. Oh, twice <laughs> punching the bag. <laughs> Oh, good old barbecue uh, chips. Yes, and the first Walmart opens in uh, Bentonsville, Arkansas. Sorry, Arkansas. The That's first a- Motel 6 opens in Santa Barbara, California, and the first Kmart opens in Garden City, Michigan. Wow. Well, Walmart had a real rags-to-riches story. <laughs> <laughs> and a couple of inventions, big-time inventions, the LED light is uh, invented, okay. oh. and the first silicone breast implant. Thank God for them boobies. <laughs> and that, my friends, has been the time capsule. I've got these little things. She's got you. So the globster, according to cryptozoological Wow. <laughs> Research Mark, yeah. websites that I like to frequent. Now, originally, when Larry told us that he wanted us to cover this creature, I was like, kind of surprised <laughs> because <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't believe that there was, there was, um, I just the name Globster. It seemed silly to me. Yeah, like. How is how is it that there's and I guess at first I thought maybe it was a fat lobster, which I, yep. or or like some sort of main creature. But then I saw the pictures, and this is almost all of their proof of this creature being alive is just dead masses on mm-hmm. the side of the beach. Um it's not as fascinating as the bat squatch, which see our yeah. previous episode, but there is some some creepy cryptidy things to deal with yeah. here. So, a globster, or as most scienti- scientists term it, a blob, is an unidentified organic mass that washes up on the shoreline of an ocean or another body of water. Now, now on the cryptozoology cryptids.wikia, they spell this out, which we've I've used the wikia. F- dot com site for cryptozoology cryptids plenty and if you haven't checked it out you really should there's an incredible amount of info to kind of i mean there's a list of all the north american cryptids which if you're from around here which most of our downloads are you can see just tons of information so as i said this fellow named ivan t sanderson in 1962 who was um, who coined this term after seeing this creature in Tasmania? It was a carcass that they found in actually 1960, mm. which was said to have no visible eyes, no defined head, and no apparent bone structure. A globster is distinguished from a nor- normal beached carcass by being hard to identify, at least by initial untrained observers, and by creating controversy as to its identity. Now, there's a lot of these lumps that get washed up. And to me, 
I mean, you guys have heard about that massive trash that's floating in the Pacific Ocean. Mm, Plastic Island. Plastic Island. I don't think that's necessarily an episode, but it's fascinating to me. It's like the size of Texas. Yeah, it's huge. And like, that's just the surface. Like, as far deep as it goes, Mm -hmm. as I, I... I've heard miles. I just got to, all I can think of is a three eyed, two dick pelican just standing on it. Like, (laughs) (laughs) why does I have two dicks? I don't know. Okay. Just radioactive garbage plastic stew. I'm picturing like the scene in like the final matrix when he wakes, like he's like all the metal craziness is like circling around him and like the creatures are grabbing him and stuff. And, do you know what scene I'm talking about? Maybe I haven't watched The Matrix in a long time, but I'm just picturing like a mass of like animatronic crap floating in the water, like discarded, discarded toasters tailed to like, um, you know, like plastic shit and then diapers and fucking robots, bad drones. That's where they go to die, right? <laughs> I, I'm still. I can't get over your two-dicked pelican. <laughs> okay, Damn. I thought you were going to say something about Plastic Island, so I was like, Josh has got something to say. I better, better pay attention. So, I've got a wiener. I do. Lobsters may present such a puzzling appearance that their nature remains controversial even after being officially identified by scientists. Some globsters lack bones or other recognizable structures, while others may have bones, tentacles, flippers, eyes, or other features that can narrow down the possible species. In the past, these were often described as sea monsters, and myths and legends about such monsters may often have started with the appearance of a globster. Globsters are most frequently studied in the field of cryptozoology, which we cover. So don't you worry, folks. Many globsters have initially been described as gigantic octopuses, which I fucking hate octopuses. You know what I hate even worse? Jellyfish. Useful fuck aren't useful, useless fucking creatures that float around. They're like big fucking Elephant loogies. Yeah, they're <laughs> giant snots. That also at the same time will zap the fucking shit out of you. I had, there was a kid, we went to Florida in like fourth or fifth grade. He got stung by a jellyfish. This thing looked, it, it just looked like a big purple fucking massive snot rocket. <laughs> and his leg was fucked. Like he had to go to the hospital. <laughs> it's like, God damn it. God, why did you create a. God damn jellyfish. He just got bored that day. I did. That was on like the sixth day of creation. That was, he was like just making shit up. Hangover Sunday when like <laughs> jelly, jellyfish and bees got jerk made. off juice. <laughs> Watch out for that, boys. <laughs> I just for some reason pictured God as Santa Claus. And really? the elves just <laughs> the same guy. The elves just being fucked and just making some weird shit. Oh boy. So Many globsters have initially been described as giant octopuses, as I said, although they have later turned out to be the decayed carcasses of whales or large sharks. In fact, one glo- supposed globster was actually just a big portion of the back of Ugh. a whale. Well, you got to imagine, like, a whale gets in a knife fight down in the <laughs> ocean, <laughs> especially in the Indian Ocean Excuse where things me. get crazy. Someone say knife fight? <laughs> <laughs> get out of here, juice. You got nothing on cryptids. <laughs> But I mean, come on, you know, I got to imagine like gangsters and whales, <laughs> gangster whales, they'll cut you shit. West side. Get out of here. C 
semen whale, mm-hmm. whatever they call them, <laughs> fucking bareback dumb whale. <laughs> well, I'm the I'm the bareback dumb whale. I stay by you, big blue whales, so I don't get cut. <laughs> the blue whales just sound like the Godfather. They sound like Marlon Brando, just all like. Uh, I got a, uh, got a great offer for you. Come over by my fin, rub my blowhole. <laughs> Transfer this these uh, small little globulars away. For I don't pi- know for Pike's sakes. For Pike's sakes, exactly. <laughs> he did that on purpose. I did. I did. <laughs> So, as with the Chilean blob of 2003, many are masses of whale blubber released from decaying whale corpses, often initially thought to be dead placerius, later turned out to be the decayed carcasses of basking sharks, hmm. often remain unexplained, which, I mean, that's where you get these cryptids from, I think, a lot of the time, is things like, what the fuck, did a duck have sex with a fox somehow, and then <laughs> mutate, and then die in the Sahara sun? It gets cold out there, so, hey. So, others remain unexplained. Giant and colossal squid may also explain some globsters, particularly those tentatively identified as monster octopuses, which we should definitely have an episode about the creatures that are way deep. Mm -hmm. Like mysterious sounds, like the bloop. Research Mm -hmm. the bloop. Google the bloop. It's pretty scary stuff. There's little audio recordings at the Navy and... Coast Guard have got of just weird sounds from the deep, 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 deep ocean. So, some globsters have been examined only after they had decomposed too much to be used as evidence for a new species or have been destroyed, as happened with the famous Cadborosaurus. The Cadbury lobster. They didn't see it. It's got an eggy center, but a chocolate shell. It didn't. By the way, I can't stand those things. Cadbury eggs? What's a candy you can't stand? Ja, I'll I'll start. Give you guys a minute. Okay. Candy I just like hate. See, I don't eat a lot of candy. Mm-hmm. So, I generally stick away from chocolate because I don't like straight straight chocolate bars. Mm-hmm. So, if I had to sum it down, I would have to say that I'm not a big fan of Regular Hershey's chocolate bars. Okay. Just seems like a Fair waste because if you can melt it and put it on cake, then it mm-hmm. just tastes better that mm-hmm. way. I think it's a chocolate is more of an it's ingredient. It's a good holder. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like it holds a good cookie wafer. Exactly. Black licorice. Ooh, that's a good that's one. Oh my God. Like half our audience were like, Amen, Josh. Real talk. Mm-hmm. When it's Easter time and they sell just the black jelly beans in a bag, I buy those. Yeah. Love them. Mm-hmm. It's a Dutch thing because actually, um, my. They're cheaper. <laughs> they are. No. My, uh, my grandma. Get me in on some discount jelly beans. That's right. No, no one wants want a bite to get 10 free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So those are the, the yellow ones in one bag because everybody likes the sun. And um, over here where the where the sales attendant guy is those holding... tastes like asshole. Holding the, zip, oh. holding the Ziploc of black ones. Those are actually free. <laughs> no, my grandma, it's, it's a Dutch thing. Um, Dutch people love black licorice and especially salted black licorice. My grandma used to eat... I can attest to that, but it's, yes, it's, it's true. called doubles out licorice and it's double salted black licorice and it's as weird as you are probably imagining to, it to be i can't stand necco wafers 
Oh, wait, 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 wait. You never said what you Ooh, don't milk like. duds. Milk duds? Milk, yeah. yeah. What a hmm. fucked up candy. <laughs> Seriously. They're they're gross. They, the chocolate isn't even good. And they like stick in the back of your mm. teeth. I'm not gonna eat anything that I gotta like get in there with my finger and the dig back out. Hammer and get it out. Yep. Fuck milk duds. <laughs> That's the mark that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! What are those ones? I have the crunchy whoppers. Whoppers are good. I like those. Oh, I, I kind of like them. They're similar. That I do understand. Mind you, I had one in probably a decade. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, continuing on our <laughs> little series here. So now, however, Canadian scientists did in fact perform a DNA analysis. A DNA. DNA. <laughs> the Canadian. <laughs> So was that DN or DNA? Uh, yeah. DNA. Analysis of the Newfoundland blob that indicated the tissue was from a sperm whale, which might have got offed by a blue whale godfather type. Right. In the resulting paper, the authors point out a number of superficial similarities between the Newfoundland blob and other famous globsters, concluding a similar origin for these globsters is likely. Analysis of the other globsters have yielded similar results. Now, let's dive in a little bit because there's actually <laughs> been four different globsters, and I'm going to go over them really quick, and these are the famous ones. So, the Monster of Monterey... Now this 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 creature, I was reading a little bit about it earlier. Um, Sounds like a football nickname. It's believed to have gone extinct over sixty million years ago. Some believe the Pleosaur, a massive prehistoric marine reptile, still lives today, lurking far beneath the surface of the world's deepest ocean. In 1925, the rotting carcass of the so-called monster of Monterey, believed by many to be a Pleosaur. Globster washed up on the shores of Moore's Beach in Monterey Bay, California. Now, uh, in the description, it's basically said that its neck is said to have been 20 feet long, which is that's giraffe. The giraffe of the sea. Mm -hmm. Basically. Is that like chicken of the sea? Sure. Giraffe of the sea. Mm -hmm. While some biologists maintain that the remains were there... Um, those of a basking shark, the evidence was inconclusive. Now, there have been people that have said, well, what if this happens to be like a a different version of Nessie? Of the... Okay. Yeah. Now, similar remains were snarred by a Japanese fishing boat in 1977 in the waters off the coast of New Zealand. Oof, that's just... That sound, I can... I, just, I feel like I'm watching the movie Jaws, and they just like <laughs> it's unnerving. We're gonna need a bigger boat. Um, in the waters off the coast of New Zealand, however, the crew dumped the foul-smelling carcass <laughs> overboard. You just imagine the Japanese. <laughs> oh God, this is so stinky! You go in the water, you're bad. I feel like I'm insulting the Japanese too much. That this kind episode. of like wavers between sounding Japanese and it's kind of sounding French. Yeah. Oh, oh they're French Japanese. So they're oh, French Japanese. See. Can we fuck it? No. <laughs> yes, we can. I don't <laughs> even know what that was. I was like caveman and Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Josh comes in and saved my ass. So <laughs> there was another one called Trunko. Which sounds like it could have been its own episode, but it's not. So we're going to delve into it a little bit here. He is the nickname for an animal or globster reportedly sighted in Margate, South Africa. Diplomatic immunity. Wow. Lethal weapon, too. <laughs> On October 25th, 1924, which is a year before the last one, according to an 
article entitled Fish Like a Polar Bear, published in December 27th, 1924 edition of London's Daily Mail, the animal is reputedly first seen off the coast battling two killer whales. Wow. Way to go, Trunko! I mean, come on. Killer whales are... Mm -hmm. They're killers. Yeah. It's in the name. It's in the name. Exactly. They're not peace-loving whales. They're like... They're not spoon whales. Pacifist whales. (laughs) Little spoon whales. Big spoon whales. Aw. I'd be a little. They're like the whale. Sugar Ray Leonard and and Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali of 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 whales. They're out there beating the shit mm-hmm. out of people. And this thing with a trunk was like, "Fuck your mama." <laughs> Let me lay this giraffe tongue nose <laughs> face blubber on you. And they're like doing some Mortal Kombat shit. And this is 1924. <laughs> their dukes are hot. Their bowler hats are on. <laughs> They're pushed over their burrows. They're ready to throw down, mm-hmm. find a pub in South Africa, South Africa. And, uh, <laughs> the animal was. Hello, mate. <laughs> My dearest Marjorie. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. No. The whale fight of 1962 <laughs> doth continue as whale versus shark. Exchange blows. Is this a sci-fi movie? (laughs) I want to tell you, you give him a knife right in his top, top of his nose. It go right to his brain. (laughs) That's the blue whale godfather. (laughs) What the fuck was that? Come on, man. (laughs) Like somebody just ran a marathon. (laughs) (laughs) I always sound that way now. (laughs) Too much beer. The creature reputedly washed up on Margate Beach, but despite being there for 10 days, no scientists ever investigated the carcass while it was beached, so no reliable description Mm. has been published until September 2010. It was assumed that no photographs of it was ever published. Some people who have never been identified were reported to have described the animal as possessing snowy white fur. Now, there is a photo and an illustration of this beast on that cryptozoology cryptids.wikia.com about Trunko, which you should check out. It's interesting. It, It looks like snow because it's so old, but you can definitely make out its mass. While it was beached, the animal was measured by beachgoers and turned out to be 47 feet in length, 10 feet wide, 5 feet high, with the trunk length being 5 feet and the trunk's diameter 14 inches, the tail 10 feet, and the fur being 8 inches long, so it had fur. Wow. The trunk was said to be attached directly to the animal's torso as no head was vi- visible on the carcass. For his feature, the animal was dubbed Trunko by Br- British cryptozoologist Carl Schunker. In his 1996 book, The Unexplained, in March 27, 1925 edition of the Roy Mail in Charleroi, Pennsylvania, an article entitled Whales Slain by Harry Monster reported that whales there were killed by a strange creature which was washed up on a beach, exhausted, and fell unconscious, but made its way back to the ocean and swam away after 10 days, never to be seen again. It's interesting. So it's nice to know that Trunko won the battle, at least. Mm-hmm. Now, we got two more before we, we take a break. There's the Canvey Island Monster. It's the name given to an unusual creature which car- carcass washed up on the shores of Canvey Island, England. You fucking cunts. <laughs> it was first seen in November 1954. A second, more intact carcass was, was actually discovered in August of 55. The 1954 specimen, specimen was described as being 76 centimeters, 
long, with thick reddish-brown skin, bulging eyes, and gills. It was also described as having hind legs and five... It looks like a frog to me, with no arms. With concave arches, which appeared to be suited for bipedal locomotion, but no forelimbs. I don't think this is a frog person. I think this is like a frog person having sex with, like, a fish. And then having a miscarriage. It remains... Its remains were cremated after a cursory inspection by zoologists who said it posed no danger to the public. The 1955 specimen specimen was described as being similar to the first, but much larger, being 120 centimeters long, weighing 11.3 kilograms or 25 pounds. It was sufficiently fresh for its eyes, nostrils, and teeth to be studied through, though no official explanation was given at the time as to what it was or what happened to the carcass. And the last one, so you got you got small ones, you got big ones, you got in between ones, and you got this last little guy here. But I lost my internet, so my page is not refreshing. You guys like when <laughs> sounds like seagulls banging. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, like a fucking shot to the heart, and you're not there. We probably get- didn't even get the lyrics right. <laughs> shot through the heart, and you're not there. <laughs> you gave love a black bear. <laughs> it's like the Midwestern version of a Bon Jovi cover band. Shot through the heart, John Van you- Jovi. <laughs> Dutch. <laughs> They use Kmart and Dutch version of John. <laughs> it's where John hey, Van Jovi goes hey, to a you, restaurant and he pays what he wants. You give love a real bad name, there, <laughs> feller. You keep you keep your eye on that, okay? All right. Oh, oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Oh. I'll, I'll get a pop oh. over there, okay? You like flapjacks? Newsflash, pal. <laughs> To get the you machine. give love a real oh, bad that name. name. That's a news flash, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you that's you hear what got a white guy say new flash, news flash, buddy. A fight's a coming. <laughs> news flash, pal. The, you have made You've, the worst name of love that I have okay. seen in my days. No one will disparage love like that ever again as long as I'm here, pal. Okay, buddy. <laughs> The last, the last of the globsters is named the Gambo, which sounds like a really bad Italian version of Gumby. Gumby and Gambo, <laughs> Italian cousin. This is America. Hey, uh, Gumby, uh, you got your Italian cousin just showed up. My name's Gambo. Hey, my name's Buzzy. Gambo is the name given to a carcass of an unidentified large marine animal that was reportedly washed up on a bungalow beach in the Gambia. Oh, that's I, original. The Gambia! The carcass of the Gambo was reported to have been discovered by a 15-year-old named Owen Burnham and his family on the morning of June 12, 1983. Owen, a wildlife enthusiast, decided to take measurements and men made sketches that you can see on this Wikia site. Since he didn't didn't have a camera at the time, according to later testimony, he did not think to take a sample until after he realized he could not identify it in any books. 
According to Owen, local villagers called it a dolphin, but that was likely only because of the superficial similarity. The, car- the carcass was later decapitated by local villagers. <laughs> Hello there. I'm a local villager. <laughs> hey, get this guy out of here. No, it's like, sometimes when I'm reading these, I'm always like, really? Like, that's your first move? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> that just popped right off. So Stupid fat penguins. <laughs> They're always out there, man. True story, though. They they tried to catch him. First, they named him John, but then he escaped all uh, attempts of catching him and was able to elude them with no weapons. And that's because he became he came from the Ocean Marines. Uh, Josh, I will say this: Rambo, Rambo, <laughs> never mind. You go. The distance on your dad jokes. To the point I'm where sorry. I tried. <laughs> we gave you the studio laughter, but in our hearts, oh, we still love you. Yeah. I only genuinely laugh because that's just is what my life is like, like 24 a, hours a it, day. It's like, how can I get the longest way to a bad punchline? <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Oh. Hey, if you're out there and you're an aspiring comic... Keep, keep, Guess keep, what? It keep can only trying. get better. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we love our job. That's that's two years of practice, by the way. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait till three years. Three years. Oh man. You have to change your diaper afterwards. <laughs> now the the um, <clears throat> after they decapitated the poor thing, the head was sold to a tourist. Its body was then buried, and attempts to relocate lo- relocate it had failed. After Owen He's mentioned the car- our kitchen, damn it. <laughs> Larry's going crazy. This fucking chair has almost swallowed my balls like three times. <laughs> it can't support Larry's cock and balls. Yep. That's the problem. Larry's chair keeps breaking. I have a, I have a secondary chair, right? <laughs> just gotta put I just your, got a wheelbarrow. Just right got there. a wheelbarrow yep. for your mm-hmm. balls and dick. I <laughs> like that South Park episode. <laughs> Buffalo soldiers. That's right. After Owen mentioned the carcass in the newspaper... Oof. Oh, that one. Damn it. I tried. It did. I tried. You know, we're going to get one star Unsub- for that. Unsubscribe. Oh. <laughs> After Owen mentioned the carcass in a newspaper article three years after the event, it caught the attention of cryptozoologist Carl Shooker, who requested more information on the carcass. According to Owen, the carcass showed little or no signs of decomposition and measured around 15 feet in length. The colorization was brown on top and white below, and the skin itself was smooth. The most specific measurements were taken of the head, which was 4.5 feet in length. It had a beak. Measuring 2.5 feet, it was 5.5 inches tall and 5 inches wide with 80 uniform and con- conceal teeth. Con- conical, sorry. Conical teeth. A small pair of nostrils which were present at the tip of its beak as well. The somewhat domed head measured 10 inches tall and 1 foot wide and had small eyes. The front pair of flippers measured 1.5 feet long by 8 inches. And I could be just describing a dolphin to you guys right now. But... It looks like an alligator with a f- dolphin nose. That's the gambo. Mm-hmm. So, we have some fascinating things to talk about in our second segment, because guess what, guys? There was a lobster sarded, sighted. Sarded? Lobster sharded. It's when you start and you fart at the same time. There was a lobster sighted this pronunciate year. <gasps> 
I love Beer City Media shows. They're great. They're, if I do uh-huh. say so myself. They're phenomenal. There's so much content. Covering so, various subjects, I hear. Mm-hmm. I do. Now, Josh, as the, as the producer of all the shows. <laughs> Josh, what's a show that you can check out on Beer City Media that people should listen to? Hey, guys, are you into music? Are you into music history? Well, if you are, well, April and I do a show called the Off Tempo Podcast, and we cover all sorts of fun stories in the world of music. And you can find that show on Facebook and Podbean. And this week's episode, we actually talked about a lot of bands and their first names. Some of them are pretty cringeworthy. On a Friday, Radiohead's first band name. Hmm. Yeah, it was actually that was a fun episode to record because I quizzed Josh. I gave him the uh, the original band name before they picked like the real Ooh, we can band play name. Along. Yeah, it was a, it was a fun one. I, I I stumped him on quite a few of them. Yeah, April. Uh, of course, you can find Larry and myself and my sweet sweet husband Josh on the Potty Slam podcast. We're a wrestling history podcast. Uh, we have brand new episodes out every Friday for your listening enjoyment. Uh, we cover all kinds of topics, uh, pro wrestling related, uh, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Podomatic. Cool, Lawrence. Newsflash, buddy. If you like baseball history, <laughs> can check out the Ephus Ephus Podcast.net for crazy, strange, and weird stories about baseball. Nice. If you like this show, you should check out at Conspiracy T Show, which is our Twitter handle where we drop every episode on a Monday. Also, like our Facebook, become a part of our close group, talk to us about things, tell us about how you feel, um, conspiracy wise or otherwise. Tell us things. We like to hear from our fans and our friends. Friends first, fans second. And also, if you want to send us an, an episode recommendation, conspiracytherapyshow at gmail.com is the email. And we are on Spotify. And if you want to wear our swag, shop.spreadshirt.com slash podcast for all that. And guess what? All these shows probably have some sort of a spread shirt site to yeah check that's out. actually true we have potty slam shirts we have efish shirts um and of course what would this lovely two-year anniversary be without a sweet sweet deal for you guys on spreadshirt.com this week only we have a sale uh going that's completely free shipping on all of your orders so if you don't want to pay for shipping now is the time all you have to do is enter the code beach 18 at checkout Beach. now i will say this we do shout outs every episode on top of doing fan vote for episodes we did princess die last week that was actually part of a fan vote on our facebook but guess what at the end of this episode we've got five star shout outs and it doesn't have to be anything you could send us an email and just tell us you love us we'll read it and we got two of them for the end of this episode there's nothing we love more than hearing how much people love us yeah constantly unless you say passing gas and not fart (laughs) and that's it
It's time for your second segment, which is full of all the segments you know and love. But before we get into all those segments, we need to talk about the fact that there was a goddamn lobster in the Philippines this goddamn year. He was drinking margaritas on the beach, ordering sushi. (laughs) I get it. Yep. But anyway, yes, we found one. On 16 May 2018, a huge shaggy mess of unidentified sea creature washed up in the Philippines. Josh. Hey, Scoops. Beard hair everywhere. (laughs) Frightening onlookers who did not know what to make of the giant bedraggled carcass the ocean had deposited. Oh, wait, it's me. (laughs) Brush its beard, damn it. It's me me on a Sunday morning. (laughs) Now, this is according to the website Science Alert. Because I can imagine when the nerds need, like, to know what's going on in the world, they get a science alert. Science alert. Oh, boy. Somebody said science alert. Did I drop my chlorophyll? More like borophyll. Actually, (laughs) if you take the angle of which the uh, science and the alert happen at the same time and take it on a bell curve. The unspecified sea monster has yet to be identified by authorities, so locals have simply been calling it the Glopster. A term reserved for unrecognizable blobs of marine life that the sea surrenders to the shore, provoking different. both horror and wonder in surface dwellers. In this case, the Glopster was discovered about 7 p.m. on Friday night along a beach in Oriental Mindoro, a province in the Philippines, Mim Mim Arab, Mim Arapop, Min M- Market, Mim Mim Arapop, Mim Arapop. There's weird syllables here, <laughs> folks. So, Mimipitated Mimaropa region. Mimaropa Sping Spurns. Yep. Mimaropa. Fucking sick international shit. Quote I couldn't believe what it was. I've never seen anything like it. Local woman Imelda Mariz, who took her children to see the creature, told the son. Quote, in God's name, I was shocked. The children were scared. It was a dead monster. Nobody knows what it is yet. While it would have been hard to miss the giant six meter long, 20 feet, grayish white carcass resting on the shoreline, something else made the dead creature impossible to avoid. It's pungent, rotting smell. For marine authorities who had to get up close to investigate the unidentified mass, which is covered in a shaggy, disheveled mop of hair-like strands, the experience was not pleasant. Quote, damn, it smells awful. It smells like something from another planet. Unquote, said fishery law enforcement officer Vox Crusada, who sounds like he needs to be aboard the Star Trek Enterprise. <laughs> Quote, I really experienced the full power of its smell because I'm the one who took the tissue samples. I almost puked. I felt better after taking a bath, but the stench still lingers in my nose. Nose, I mean. Nas? Crusada told the My son, favorite MC, nose. The local, the local government would now bury the carcass with the tissue samples to be sent to a lab for DNA analysis. While it's unclear exactly what kind of ocean creature we're dealing with here, the authorities suspect the globster is probably some kind of decaying whale, although the particular species remains undetermined. And if you look at pictures, this is what I'm going to post on our Instagram account, which you should like and follow. One of the reasons they're learning that way is past experience with 
ambiguous bulky sea masses, including some strange. Okay, sorry. Let me restart that. One of the reasons they're leaning that way is past experience with ambiguous bulky sea masses, including some strange, including some (laughs) strange creatures that washed up on the coastlines in other parts of the Philippines a little of a year ago. While one such similarly, similarly proportioned shaggy creature at the time was speculated to be a dagongong, aka sea cow. Subsequent analysis revealed it to be a whale. Although the exact species was never determined. We'll have to wait to see what the DNA analysis turns up this time. But for the fearful devout along the stretch of shore, the significance of their strange visitor is already apparent. Quote, an earthquake is heading for Oriental Mindoro. Unquote, resident Tam Mailing told the sun. Quote, the big lobster is a sign of something bad coming. Coming. Please, <laughs> please pray for us. They were scared. What, I mean, you know, if the big unidentified object just washed up on your shore and you're like super religious and you don't know what things are and why things are and who you are, you just go to the market and play the ping pong machine or whatever they have. The ping pong <laughs> machine. <laughs> I don't know what they have. I've never been to the Philippines. I'm guessing no pinball, no, uh, ping, no pong ping pong machines. machines. If we have any Philippine listeners, please tell us. <laughs> <laughs> I love that ping pong. What it's like out there and what the globster look like, because I'm fascinated. This happened this year, and this seems like a 20th century, 21st century kind of occurrence now, with these kind of rarities just popping up out of nowhere. Sounds like an albino snuffleupagus. Uh, yeah. Like shaggy Jeepers. and white and with a trunk. And I love that you said that, because you didn't see the pictures I saw on my iPad device. Mm-hmm. And that is a perfect rendition of what it looks like. It literally looks like an elephant with deformed appendages. It's penis. You think a penis? An el- a, you think a a penis looks like an elephant? Penis, penis, penis. I don't know. It could be a big one. <laughs> oh boy! Well, we're doing a cryptid episode, which means we get to do a segment we haven't done in a little while. Which means we get to exercise our improv oh, skills. Oh, dear Jesus. Lord help us all. Sorry, guys. Well, here's the deal. Humorous. No, not humorous. Fuck everything else but the four people in this room right now. Let's just have fun. Because that's the principle of life to begin with. Have fun. Stay safe. Wear rubber. Here we go. It's time to ask, what if? What if? Hmm. Now, we have an interesting idea for this concept. I fucking love, love this, this song. song. <laughs> <laughs> My God, it's like you guys are related. It's good beach music. We're setting the scene right now. Mm-hmm. We have a little girl and a beach. And she's going to be discovering three... Because there's three other boys in this room. Three frat boys. (laughs) Three frat boys and one wife. (laughs) And some other lady in the background. Yeah. But we got our little doe-eyed child 
out with her parents. She's she's collecting rocks along the line of the seashore, and she comes across three cryptids. <laughs> and here we go, little Susie May at her beach day. What if she came across three cryptids on the beach? <laughs> picking up shells, picking up shells. I love these shells. Oh, oh my God. What are you? Lobster. Are you okay? Can you rub some of the suntan lotion on my... I'm going to pass. <laughs> Who are your friends? This is my friend, Merman. Splash, splash. And my other friend, whose name I forgot... That's all right. I'm from Cherubusco. I'm a bit of a big turtle, if you know. We're insulin friends. Can you pass the grape soda? Keep the suntan lotion away. This guy's been listening to the early cure all day. He seems a little reserved. Don't mind him. I like to keep my pallid complexion. I don't know why we're at the beach with this asshole. Splash. So what are you guys doing down here today? We thought that maybe we would drown ourselves because death seemed like the ultimate high. Death is the best. Hey, do you do you like Chris Angel? Chris Angel's my spirit animal. I've actually heard he's a really nice guy in, in pop culture. Can somebody roll me over and put my shell down? It kind of hurts. Did you know that turtles actually bleed from their shells? Also, if you can rub some cream on his foot sores. Yep. Yep, I packed it in my little lunchbox. Um, I'm just kind of curious. Um, Beast of Busco, what's that thing that's touching your chin? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, if you'd like, um... Just uh, ignore that, because if 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 you know anything about turtles, it's that our dicks penis, are actually penis, penis, pretty big. I don't know that. I'm seven. This, oh, <laughs> I think this turned into a crime. <laughs> Wait, I thought you were three. <laughs> Somehow this is worse. You've been standing here for four years. That's what it seems like. Definitely. <laughs> Let's talk about the merman for a minute. He seems a little forlorn even though he's got gauges in his nipples. Why did you get gauges in your nipples? It helps with the water and swim faster. He just wanted to feel something. I wanted to feel something too. We can't below the knee. That I saw your mom, Globster. <laughs> Globster and I come from the deepest. Don't talk about my mother. <laughs> Newsflash, pal. She turned me on. <laughs> so, so where did you guys all meet? The darkest depths. It was an hot topic. I was gonna. <laughs> They had a sale on Ozzy shirts. I had to buy vinyl. You buy vinyl at Hot Topic? It's the best way of listening to music. 
My dearest Marjorie. <laughs> How did you know my name? <laughs> oh, my, oh my God. Oh my God. I'm going to go drown myself. Put myself out of this misery. Already tried. Doesn't work. And that's been your what if. Oh, thank God. Oh. Oh, come on. It's fun. All things considered, that's probably the best we've done. That's saying a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I stayed in character for once. Yeah, it's true. We didn't get Comcast. Yep. Huh? It's because he didn't have to do a, an accent. It's so much fun doing this show. Oh, oh boy. It's as fun as you think it is listening to it. You who are close to this <laughs> thing. Larry's butt cheeks got tight there. He hates doing what if. He's trying <laughs> to touch off a fart. He likes doing it, but he hates it. It's kind of like a double-edged sword. It is time for your pop culture. It's time for the pop culture minute with Josh. Sonic, Sonic Boom! boom. Alright, guys. I used a little bit of theater of imagination on this. I reached out a little bit because, spoilers, there's not a whole lot when it comes to Globsters specifically. But I went with... Uh, kind of like a crustacean type thing just because lobster sounds like lobster and that's a crustacean right so amen brother and i don't have too much but hey you guys heard at the beginning of the episode rock lobster the 1979 uh pretty much beach party anthem that was written by the b-52s dun 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 and what other songs do they have that were awesome love shack I like that one. And another mm-hmm. song called Rome, which I cannot play nope. in my brain at all. But Rome when you want to roam around the world. Okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I love that song. That's actually, of the three, that's my favorite. An interesting analogy about love. And I think April's probably the only person here who's probably watched Friends extensively. Oh, yep. Yeah. You're my lobster. But yeah, in the 1996 episode, Phoebe declares that lobsters Phoebe. fall in love. A Phoebe, Phoebe. Well, I don't know what a phobia is. Phobia. <laughs> Obviously, we know how much I've watched right. it. Don't you guys remember when Dark and Stirk and. and uh, Stirk and a Stingsterns, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Phoebe showed up and she was mm-hmm. like, my biscuits are burned. You know what? Mm-hmm. Just to smite you, Poe Bay declares that lobsters fall in love and mate for life, which is out. It's untrue. Oh. And she tries to convince Ross not to give up on his feelings for Rachel by assuring him, as April already said, he's her lobster. She's your lobster. Now, I have a couple of stupid, I, I feel are really cool and fun crustaceans uh recently in the past couple months our son our youngest really fell in love with moana and it's a good movie the the massive uh i don't know he's a giant crab the giant crab tomatoa he likes things that are shiny he does and that's probably my favorite song from the movie Mm -hmm. actually 
You have a couple people here that l- are obsessed and love the Little Mermaid, and of course, with the Little Mermaid, you have Sebastian, <laughs> <laughs> and he's I, I I think Under the Sea is one of my favorite Disney songs mm-hmm. of all time. It's great. Now you got to kiss the girl. Now April is our my resident dearest Marjorie. <laughs> April is our resident SpongeBob fan. I fucking love SpongeBob too. <laughs> This girl, she goes to the next level. Now, there. Explain Larry the lobster. What do you want me to explain? He's a lobster. He likes to lift weights. He's really buff. He's a lifeguard. He taught SpongeBob how to be a lifeguard. So his ice cream fell on his nose, and he thought it was the white stuff. Oh, the white stuff. <laughs> and then we have probably my favorite, Mr. Crab. That's Mr. Krabs, you know, Spongebob-y boy, the greedy owner of the Krusty Krab. Hey, guys, he's got money, but don't ask him for it because he's kind of shellfish. Oh, God. I loved that. <laughs> and that has been a great segment of your pop culture. Now, April... You're kind of one of those people who knows the pulse of the internet. I, I like to think so. You stick your uh, mom hands out there, mm-hmm. kind of figure out what's going on. Feel around. Feel see what around, I can grab. See what we can grab. And I think today you've got a special Yahoo Answers. Sort of along the same vein as Josh here. Not a whole lot of Yahoo answers on a globster, but I did dig down and uh, answer some burning questions about lobsters. Okay. Uh, So I have three questions today. Go ahead. Okay. Lobster or crab? (laughs) I like crab rangoon, so I'm going to go with crab. Okay. I've never had lobster, so I'm I I've default had, I have to go crab. Okay. I have to go crab too because I've also had crab cakes and crab rangoon Ooh, and uh, I love them both. Were you guys both here when I made that crab rangoon dip? Yes. Should I make that for tomorrow? Yes. yes. Okay. I say crab as well. I've crab never had a lobster. lobster. It's it's not as good as crab. It crab just seems sweeter. like giant shrimp, and I'm not a big they're, shrimp person. They're like I love giant I almost spiders. Bought, I almost bought <laughs> sea spiders. I almost bought shrimp for tomorrow. You should, because you're the reason I like shrimp now. It's true. Me? Yeah, yeah. I never liked it until a couple... It was a Game of Thrones party. You had shrimp. Mm. I ate the shit out of shrimp. Bacon wrap barbecue shrimp. Oh. <gasps> oh. Ryan just came yep. on the grill. So oh. good. Ryan came on the grill? That's weird. Yeah, I had to mark my territory, right? Sure. I'm a, du- I'm a dog. Anyway, I have a couple of short Yahoo answers uh, for you guys black. tonight. The first one comes from an anonymous user. My pet lobster died. Aww. My mom wants to eat him, but I want to bury him. Bury him in the ocean. No, bury him in butter. What should I do? <laughs> Drawn butter. Uh, Sir. The, the best answer uh, from another anonymous user wrote, let your mom eat it, but ask her to go to the bathroom in the yard. Afterward, you can bury her feces. The solution is a win-win for both of you. What? Yeah. Feces. Um, 
feces. That sounds like an Edmund Kemper like serial killer answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> user. I can, sorry, I can. <laughs> so, it just made me think. <laughs> oh lordy. <laughs> um. So the next, the next answer, uh, bury him in the ocean, which made me laugh because you can't you bury, bury anything in the ocean. Uh, even the lobster is expensive seafood. Your mom is being a bit insensitive by wanting to eat your deceased pet. And secondly, and more importantly, there's a reason that lobsters bought live seafood, especially things like lobsters and crabs, which are also sold alive, become spoiled very quickly and very easily after they die. If your lobster has been dead for some time now, it is dangerous to eat him because your mom could get food poisoning. Uh, the exact time, I don't know, but I wouldn't eat lobster that has been dead for more than two or three hours. And it's actually because after a lobster dies, uh, poison rushes oh, through really? their body. So yeah, you, that's why you have to boil them alive. alive. Um, mm. This one was a doozy from another anonymous user. I'm have, excited. Have your mom eat him, then eat your mom, then bury yourself in the ocean. <laughs> Again, with appearing on the ocean. I know. Seriously, there are two serial killers who are answering these questions. I know. Oh, these they are, get better. It's beautiful, man. Uh, user US9IDJ38 wrote, well, think. Would your lobster want to be eaten? Let's see. Was he the type of lobster who was noble, loyal, and strong, who did not want to die in vain? If so, eat him. If not, just throw him out the window. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, user, user, I have a noble, valiant <laughs> lobster because uh, he fought in so many wars. I will not <laughs> let him die. User Perfect Cell wrote, Ocean, that ain't right eating a pet, even if it is a lobster. If you decide to eat it, have plenty of butter in that red sauce people have with seafood. Oh, Jesus Christ. I think you meant cocktail, cocktail sauce. sauce. <laughs> that red <laughs> sauce. Um, Ooh, flash, pal. I need some red sauce. <laughs> Ain't we got any ketchup in here? (laughs) Yeah, that's a red pop. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, User Snap Happy wrote, sell her the body, then buy a new one with the money. Okay. Crisis. Yeah. um, Here's another doozy. How do you know if your lobster is gay? This is a real question that someone asked on Yahoo Answers. Rock lobster. (laughs) Um, Is he in... What's the name of that band? B-52s? Yeah, the B-52s. Is he the lead singer of the B-52s? Is he Fred Schneider? Let's go to the mall! I'm a lobster! Uh, user shut the hell up, nerdy loser. <laughs> Wrote, I would put another lobster of the same sex in the tank with him or her and see if they hit it off. If may, It may take more than one try, though, as gay lobsters are quick, quite picky about their mates. Let me say one thing real quick. Now, according to... Science, all spiders are gay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And all sea creatures basically are just underwater insects. Yep. Plus the fact that lo- most lobsters are interior decorators. Very right. true. So if a lobster was gay, more power to him. <laughs> you do uh, you, girl. Right. User Karen wrote, did he paint a rainbow on the inside of his tank? Or does he dance to songs like It's Raining Men or YMCA? <laughs> if so, he may be. Uh <laughs> User Ronat New wrote, "If it's wearing high heels in the tank, no, that's that would be just, just cross dressing. Right. That would just yeah. be a confused situation for a poor lobster. Yeah, you have a stupid <laughs> answer. You're stupid. Right. Uh, user NWO is proof of God. Wrote, his tank is wonderfully, tastefully decorated, and he might have flamboyant clothing. 
this is probably my favorite question all of right. the evening, which is why I saved it for last. I think uh, we'll all get a get a nice chuckle, chuckle out of this one. User uh, Anonymous wrote, why crab doesn't mate with lobster? Why they refuse the mate? Surely a species born out of crab and lobster tastes great. Uh, user Y2K wrote, well, your house key would not fit into someone else's house lock, right? Okay. okay. Uh, user Med wrote, how do you know they refuse to mate? This world today, hard to tell. Things can turn upside down. But yeah, I agree with you. Crab and lobster taste great. Would be even more great if we have crabster. Crabster. Uh, user Bundy wrote, maybe crab stick is too big for lobster to eat. <laughs> uh, user, user Big Ohm wrote, they're doing it on the side without having been caught so far because they fear censure and ostracization ostracization for their respective crab and lobster communities. Mm. Uh, user Bummer wrote, because it is impossible, the same reason why a rabbit doesn't mate with a hare. They don't interbreed naturally. If you want, you do it yourself. Okay. So mm. he's going to bang a crab? I guess. Hey. Um, and Datuk Seriman wrote, they not shiok with each other. I don't know what that means. No, you do. Right? Um, and user Datukgong Bin Laden wrote, same reason why human don't mate with primate. They so, okay. But, yeah. Well, uh, but yeah, those are your Yahoo answers. Nice. Oh, that stand-up bass. <sighs> Which means it is time for a verdict. In one corner. Four podcasters two years old into this podcasting thing who you trust more than your life. Yes. I would date us. Uh, one night stand, maybe. Guys, mm. you're talking about a one night stand with a two year old. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they, yeah, they don't stand very well. <laughs> Probably not going to call you back. We're going to be chewing on our passies. Mm-hmm. Not getting a text back, that's for sure. So, on the other side, a big pile of two tons of shampoo and jizz. <laughs> What the fuck is this thing? So, the podcasters you know and love and trust, we're going to weigh on what we think this is. You know I'm going to go with you. So I think your answer is prepared. So I'm going to go with Josh. What do you think? It's obviously just animals that have decayed in the ocean. I mean, obviously you have water does things to anything that is in it. And so it's probably walruses or I don't know. Maybe an elephant fell in the water at some point and it just decayed a little bit, washed up on some beach. That that's just the way it is. Things maybe maybe it's a fat penguin. Wait, you said a <laughs> walrus? I don't know. Maybe just, a walrus fell in the ocean and a blue whale used it as a flashlight and then it just like popped out. I mean it could be Roseanne Barr for all I care. <laughs> But yeah, it's. I would just, explain all the hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's animals that have died in the ocean and water. This has is gotten one of my favorite bodies. episodes. Easily. <laughs> so, so are we say going on record saying we think Roseanne Barr has a huge bush? Yes. Oh, yeah. easily. 
She's not sick. I don't like she's got. Yeah. Um, why is she gonna shave it? Okay. Looks like she has Lenny Kravitz in a leg lock. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I about vomited in my mouth. He's down there. I want you to get away, Roseanne. <laughs> just so you know, Roseanne Barr. Her bush looks like she's got Lenny Kravitz in a leg lock. Okay, Josh, keep going. Oof. That's that's pretty much it. It's just animals that have died in the ocean, and water gets in them, and it messes them up, and it's Science, water. People. It's it's salt water, so <laughs> Mama, it's gonna fuck is, you up. Mama, this is a weird raccoon. <laughs> that's it. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> All right. April, what uh, do you think it is? I think it's probably just decaying animals, big ones, whales. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you think about like a dead person that drowns, how fucked their body gets as they're like decaying, but Bloated. also like taking on water. Um, yeah, I water does weird shit yeah. to dead things. It's like me with my shirt off. <laughs> um, so yeah, I as much as I'd like to believe that it's like something from the briny deep, um, I think it's probably just dead, dead whale. Right Lawrence, our naysayer, what do you say? You think it's seals? Yeah, dead seal. All of them? A kiss from a rose. <laughs> what about the weird snouts? The weird that could be. You know, what are those? Two tons. They have those elephant seals. But there's some. Could be that are there's so some are small and some are big. There, it's probably a mixture of all sorts of dead mm-hmm. animal. Okay. Could be. It could be just a snot rocket from a sperm whale. <laughs> sperm from a sperm whale. Do you think you get sperm from a sperm whale? That might well, be I'd assume so because baby sperm whales exist. Mm-hmm. All right. No, they come yeah. out of eggs. Your host, just like bats. <laughs> Your host has to weigh in so we can close this verdict out. So, um, doing the research on this was interesting because it was. It always seemed like it was just weird cum spots that found, were found in the lake. Because the the creature description wise, I mean, other than that, it's like pubes on cum. So I don't know. I mean, it's just a again weird. with Roseanne Barr's bush. We get it. <laughs> get out of there, Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> I think there's a lot of things in the ocean we don't know, and I think they wash up to shore. And I think that a lot of times we don't realize this, but 75 percent, still to this day, of the Earth is water. And the creatures that are underwater, we can't see because we go 30 feet deep and our heads basically almost our, our explode. Our watches stop working. Yeah. And there's depths we cannot reach on this planet. And there's things we haven't seen yet and we're about to see, I think, in the future. Because shit's evaporating because it's hot as balls. So, mm-hmm. my verdict is it's just a fucking sperm whale. With a weird nose. Yep. That's been your verdict. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the second time that we've done this segment. We're not doing a quiz. So it's time for us to do 
I did a cryptid. I did a cryptid. That's the first time we've. That's the first time. That was that was awesome. awesome. Thank you. I made it this afternoon. Well done. You can tell. You can tell. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So we're excited because we're going to be given. I'll be giving everybody two cards, Mm -hmm. two different animals, two different card piles. You got to make a cryptid out of it. Okay. Okay. And then we'll have a fan vote. Do you want to do the reverse? Because I think last time it was these three this way. So you could go this. We could go either way or someone else. Who won last time? I think the guy won. Yeah. Ryan won last time. Okay. You're the host. Owlzilla was what I had. Okay. Yeah. Take take, from the bottom. Okay. One from each bottom. Give it to Josh. I thought you... You're passing them out. You're passing. You won the last one. Oh, you're yeah. Sorry. (laughs) See what happens when you don't host this, Larry. I guess I thought. Okay. All right. All right. You vamp a little bit while we uh, figure this out. No, no. I I guess we're just gonna do it this way then. That works. (laughs) Uh. I wanna, Why don't you grab some too? Okay, yeah, you know what I'll play too. What, like, what, what kind of game is this? Right? Yeah. Was there rules to this? It's just a made-up game. Who cares? Okay. This is gonna be one of the weirdest, but it'll oh, be fun. Oh yeah, I got a good one. I got stupid ones. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for I did a cryptid. So Ryan, your host with the most, is going to start you off with his new cryptid he's debuting, and we want you to vote on our closed group or our fan face or Facebook group. Let us know what you think is the winner of this cryptid war today. I have an owl. <laughs> <laughs> And a salmon. <laughs> this is the Owlman. 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 Larabase. Smokes so, lots of weeds. He stays underwater. <laughs> mm-hmm. But his head turns from left to right, but stays still the whole time. How does he turn <laughs> left to right then? <laughs> he sees in the night. He sees in the day. He eats all the fish. The Alman is the most destructive of all salmon type fish birds because he can stay underwater. Nocturnal as well, right? Exactly. This sounds like the coming of the end of the salmon to me and all, all their fish. I think the Alman is going to get fat as fuck, especially if he's got a like underwater doesn't Another short diabetic. Guys, I got another diabetic cryptid. Cut my flipper off. So that is the Owlmon, Ryan's cryptid for I Did a Cryptid. Josh, what do you got? I have a giraffe and a stingray. (laughs) Watch out, crocodile hunter, whatever his name was, Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. Damn it, took my joke already. We're going to call this the Staraffe. Ooh. Now... You better watch out because this thing, it's in the water. It's got this long ass tail that can stab you to death. And it also 
has a long neck with a super long tongue that can choke you to death. Plus, it doesn't have to resurface for air. Exactly. <laughs> so, obviously, from both ends, you have something that it, it may be a gentle giant, but it mm. can also mess you up in a bad way. Mm. Watch out, crocodile hunters. Thanks, Larry. <laughs> April? Uh, well, I got a goat. <laughs> and a tiger. Oh, uh, shit. Damn. Yep. This sounds uh, ferocious and lazy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think I've, I'm kind of waffling on the name uh, between tie goat and goatger. <laughs> goatger. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking it's got to be goatger. I was so going to say goatger. The goatger, the most ferocious of all predators of course with extremely sharp teeth is also adorned with fucking sharp ass horns plus it can climb mountains it can climb mountains it can climb trees mm-hmm. it eats antelope mm-hmm. it fucks you up so and you know what can eat and aluminum the hands <laughs> and and they when you scare them they fall over nah. and faint <laughs> <laughs> Fainting goaters. That's their, <laughs> that's their defense mechanism. It's just random goats falling By the down way, mountains. Their cheese still sucks. <laughs> is it cheese or is it cum? I can't goat tell. Cheese. Oh, so yeah, the goatger tastes uh, like they smell. Exactly. Goatger. The vote goatger. Lawrence, this is your first time on this show. This is, and I think doing I, this. I've got a really good one here because oh, I have right. a whale. Oh, God. This ties to our episode. And an American alligator. Wow. I have a whale gator. <laughs> this wow. thing is a massive. They're massive to begin with. Uh, of course, they can both can, can be on land and in the sea. Ooh. Oh, shit. They're able to stay still. Can you imagine a whale whale gator that wasn't in the water, just like had some sort of appendages that made it move? Change, please. Yeah, I know. Or spare change. <laughs> That's their drawback is they're bums. They don't work. Oh, right. They're always begging for food money. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this thing, it, 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 they're very slow on land, mind you. So you're not really a threat on land, but you get them in water, whale gator kick your ass. I think... Uh, I, I think my Alman would be screwed. <laughs> True story. And that's been your I did a cryptid. So as we said, guys, if you like our Facebook page, you can vote Stupidest on the game ever. But I, I love it. I, I, I actually too. really like it. I do. And I think they they'll like it too. So come out so you got vote for your favorite of these the cryptids. Alman? The, I forgot what I called it. Josh, don't give up. Yeah. The, let's see. It was giraffe stingray. Giraffe. It was a. I can't remember what I called. Uh, Gray. Gray. Gary. <laughs> we'll just call it Gary. It's just Gary. <laughs> All right. We got an Alman, a Gary. A goatger. Mm. A goatger. Whaligator. A whaligator. A staraf. Staraf. There, there we go. go. A staraf. Sounds like it sounds Alman Staraf. <laughs> sounds like a bad throat infection. Yeah, it does. Oh, I got staraf infection. <laughs> only oddly enough, only giraffes get them because yep. they have that it's a big sore throat. Yeah. 
So to all our listeners out there, please giant come, Adam's come, apple on that yeah. thing. Come to our Facebook page, vote for your favorite cryptid from this episode, mm-hmm. and you will win a shout out, which it is time to do. Thank you to those people who did shout us out, but also thank you for listening. We don't have we don't have uh plugs to do it here at the end, so it's time for us to do a five star shout five, 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 five star review. Indeed. So we on our page have the ability to rate five stars for our, for our episodes. And I am not seeing it here, but one of the nicest girls in all the world, she has always been super proactive to rate and review our show. Skylar is her name. And she did a five-star review. There we go. She said, I already already got my shout out, but wanted to give you guys an official five stars because I love you guys and you deserve it. Skylar Tibbs, you are the bee's knees. Mm -hmm. Thank you. The globster's knees. You are the, you are the. Yeah, that's mean. You're the reason we do this show because you've always been so supportive and I appreciate that. That's really what we need. Love you like crab with drawn butter. Cream cheese, please. Crab rangoon? No. Okay. I don't like. I'm not a big crab rangoon fan. Well. Then why the hell do you want me to make the dip? Because the dip is good. Okay. Something about that crunchy. Ooh, I know. The wontons. Yeah, carefully. See, yeah. Different strokes. (laughs) This next shout out goes to Crystal Spencer. (gasps) I love Crystal. Hi, Crystal. I miss you. I've never met Crystal. But she seems like a fine gal. And she says, just wanted to let you know that as a fellow male prostitute, we know your struggle, girl. I rely on your podcast to distract me from the monotony of my ridiculously long walking route. But more importantly, I applaud your various perspectives and the commentary on all the issues that you tackle. Primarily when you come to politically charged items and or issues as they tend to creep upon us all. Your your neutrality sustains the attention of your fans from all walks of life. And I say this as a former liberal who has recently crossed over to the dark side. You know what I mean. (laughs) Stay the course. Y'all got a good thing going here. Unity in conspiracy. Me and my tinfoil hat will be forever grateful for what you've done here and continue to do so. I love you all. Thank you, Crystal. Crystal, I want to dedicate this episode. Ooh, that, barf, that barf's for you. Crystal, <laughs> I want to dedicate this episode to you. Thank you so much for saying that. We love you too, sweetheart. And that has been your five-star shout-outs. So we did our plugs. We covered everything. There is nothing left to do but to say goodbye. Which no always feels lobster like, unturned. No lobster unturned. 
You ever see those videos of the, when they find the whale carcass? And they explode? And just chunks go flying everywhere. I haven't seen no? that. No? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> you like, tickled, how else do you remove? You tickled my fancy, though. Yeah. Now I want to see it. They dynamite the, the damn things. Jesus Christ. It's pretty metal. <laughs> that is very metal. Is there music playing underneath it when they do that? Should be Cannibal Corpse. You play the B fifty two. That's how I. That's how I imagine your O sound. We'll see you next. We'll see you next week on another episode of the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast. We love you. This has been a presentation of Beer City Media.